morning and welcome to the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge's podcast, AC23. We're glad you can join us this morning and visiting with us are Sandy Saar, the Communications Manager for the LSU School of Veterinary Medicine, and Shelby Prendeville, who is their artist in residence. And how long have you been here, Shelby? I have been here since the 1st of June. Well, great. Well, welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, Shelby has been uh, painting animals, all things critters, while she's been here. And there's an exhibit coming up on tomorrow, Monday, Ju- July, uh, July the 25th. July 25th, right. At the library, mm-hmm. at, the arts, in, the, at the Arts Council. No, I don't think we have a <laughs> library, but at the library at the vet school, and it starts at 5.30, correct? That's right, at the library at the vet school. Okay, so mm-hmm. Sandy, tell us a little bit about what all that, that involves. We are, first of all, so excited to have the very first artist-in-residence at a veterinary school in the whole country. Wow. Um, it's really an honor, and it's an honor to have Shelby as our inaugural artist. Um, she will be exhibiting several paintings and uh, ceramics um, pieces that she has done during her residency. Mm-hmm. Um, as she said, she's been here since June 1st. Her residency runs uh, for two months this summer. So um, she has produced what I consider to be exquisitely beautiful paintings using, in many cases, materials that we use in the vet school. Um, So she's been very fearless and bold (laughs) about the media that she uses um, in her art. I'll let her tell you a little bit more about it. So Shelby, first of all, this is not your first, first rodeo here in Baton Rouge at LSU, correct? Correct. Yeah, I actually went to grad school here. Okay. And uh, you are currently in Iowa? Yeah, I run the Morningside University Art Department. Okay, that sounds impressive. (laughs) (laughs) So, just because I have to ask everybody this question that's not from here, how did you end up in Baton Rouge? What brought you here? I feel like Louisiana has always had like a weird attraction for me. Um, It kept seeming like it was trying to pull me down one way or another. I got offered a job right out of undergrad down here. I ended up not taking that. And then when I was applying for grad school to get my MFA, um, this one floated to the top. Okay. All right. Do you miss us? I do. It's been really exciting to be back. I haven't been back in nine years, and there's a lot of nostalgia and excitement for me being back. Things have changed a little bit in nine years around here, huh? Yeah, some things are very different. Other things are exactly the same, and I kind of like both. Okay, the traffic's worse, (laughs) I will tell you that. (laughs) Okay, so um, what all have you been doing since you've been here? So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so, um, you know, with a residency, you start by trying to figure out what exactly you're going to make as the body of work. So I've been meeting with a bunch of different people at LSU, uh, clinicians, researchers, staff members, and figuring out who I wanted my subject matter to be, uh, getting permission from clients if they're owned pets, and also figuring out what media I wanted to work with. Because I knew from the beginning that I wanted to create work that had a real sense of locality to the vet school and the place. And one of the ways I think that you can best do that is by using whatever you can find in sort of novel ways to create the work. Okay. So with um, some of the researchers, I figured out that they have chemical stains that they use on um, 
both uh, pathology and histology. So both like um, samples of blood, but also tissue cultures, they'll stain those. And so I decided to see if I could use those stains as art media. Um, I've also been finding different tools, uh, veterinary tools and veterinary chemicals like betadine um, have been really good for use as an art medium as well. Okay, I never would have thought about painting as betadine, but if if you've ever (laughs) used it, you know it leaves quite the stain. It does, it does, yeah. And I've gone on some novel sort of research trying to see if other people have used um, any of these materials for anything near this purpose. And I did find that woodworkers actually use iodine as a wood stain, which gave me some faith that it's going to have some amount of longevity. So, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what you did? You've got some paintings. Did you do also do some sculpture? Correct. Yes. Yeah, so I've got uh, six finished paintings. One of which has a little bit of sort of a sculptural element in that I've used harness rope around the outside. Mm-hmm. I have a seventh painting that's actually on a pig sorting panel or a pig board, and that has clay relief on it. And then I'm currently working on a full scale sculpture. Um, we'll see if I can get it done for the show. If not, hopefully it will get revealed maybe even that, that week of the show. I was going to say, what, eight weeks you're going to be? Yeah. Here? That's a short period of time. I mean, some artists take eight weeks to paint one, to do one something, much less several pieces. So you've been pretty busy. I have. And then I've got a little body of ceramic works. I think there are 17 of those. And those are actually currently awaiting their final um, glaze firing. And so I should be able to pick those up on Friday. Well, this is going to be fun. So, Sandy, how how did the vet school get get an artist in residence? That couldn't have been an easy something to accomplish. Well, uh, one week in November, our new dean, Dean Oliver Garden, uh, came to us uh, our communications meeting and and said, "Hey, what do you all think about and starting an artist in residence program mm-hmm. at the vet school?" And my colleagues judiciously studied their hands and notebooks, and I went, yes, I think that's a great idea. (laughs) And so here we are, um, and we couldn't be happier. Um, The inaugural artist um, has been, she set the bar high, um, and it's been successful by all measures. Um, We expect to continue the program. Mm -hmm. Um, We will be welcoming um, artists from all genres, uh, all disciplines, um, music, um, literary art, poetry, photography, um, theater, Mm -hmm. um, all of the arts. And so what we're doing, honestly, Pat, uh, we are actually looking at um, different ways of how we express our mission, which is to teach, to heal, to discover, Mm -hmm. and to protect. And... um, We're looking at that through the eyes of artists for the first time. And I've been so pleased that 201, everybody that we've spoken with, the clinicians, the researchers, people throughout our community and the greater Baton Rouge community have been so supportive of this project. Mm -hmm. Um, They've been intrigued and, you know, on occasion they'll say, why are you doing this? And we're doing it so that we can stand back and look through the eyes of an artist at what it is we do at the vet school and it's been fascinating and magical i can you know for years i i covered the uh the opening reception for the animals and art exhibit which to my knowledge i don't know if there may Mm -hmm. be other schools that do that i don't know but that has all that's always been an interesting thing is just to see how somebody captures 
those beautiful animals and brings them to life, mm-hmm. be it sculpture, painting, whatever. Mm-hmm. So this kind of is not too far off the beaten path for you guys to, well, to do this. It, it takes it a step further, quite honestly. And I uh, set up all of the meetings for Shelby to meet with our you know key people um, because I knew that that would be part of her success to be able to access the hospital, to mm-hmm. access the animals, yeah. um, to see the wildlife in the wildlife hospital close up. And, um, and it worked really well. And so each time to see them, um, particularly when she told them what she used in mm-hmm. terms of items that they gave her to incorporate into their art, their faces lit up just to imagine the materials that they use on a daily basis being used in art. Yeah. And also I think, too, that the people in our community at the vet school are really appreciative of an artist being interested in what they do, like intensely interested enough to spend two months uh, of dedicated time and produce art based on the school. Because you you don't typically think of art and vets in the same breath necessarily. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have arts and medicine programs that help patients, but you don't really think of it. As fine art. As as fine art Mm -hmm. along those lines. That's Mm -hmm. that's a different kind kind of a feel. So... How did the two of you connect? I would love to tell that story, Shelby. Sure. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I ended up doing a lot of research to figure out the shape of the program, how long it would take, what the artist would expect to achieve, what we would expect to achieve, etc. And I probably spoke with about a dozen different people, including experienced uh, residence goers, resi- people who provided and hosted residencies, okay. um, and then people, artists in our own school of art community. Who, they were very supportive, and they are actually co-sponsoring the um, opening on Monday. And so Shelby was one of those people who I spoke with. Okay. And she was recommended to me because she's done, I don't know, 15 or so uh, residencies all throughout the world. And she said that she had intended to do one abroad this summer, but because of COVID issues, mm-hmm. had decided to stay States in then. the States. <laughs> a, little right. a little safer over here. <laughs> Luckily for us, because, you know, near the end of the conversation, she said, you know, I would be interested in being your inaugural artist. Oh, wow. And I went, really? <laughs> <laughs> I like the way and this conversation's going. So we worked it all out. And, of course, we had to, you know, set it up appropriately through the LSU channels and sure. get everything approved and and that was quite the process but we <laughs> sure but we did it <laughs> I think it was amazing that Sandy got everything you know all the I's dotted and T's crossed as quickly as she did because it was it was a lot to go from just talking about it to just a couple of months later having it actually come into realization yeah that's that's remarkable I mean universities are, and any government entity is known for its red tape so to be able to maneuver that in a timely fashion you get a gold star. <laughs> it all came together very quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you said this is not your first artist's uh, residency. What what does that typically entail and why do you like to do that? Yeah, so I think every artist has a different way in which they like to conduct their studio practice. Mm-hmm. And for me, residencies are just the absolutely perfect way to sort of combine a vacation with like a completely guilt-free amount of productivity uh-huh. and resume building. Um, basically, you go to an invited, you know, host destination, 
they almost always come with a closing exhibition. So there's that sort of timeline pressure that you sure. have to perform under. And I like that kind of pressure. It's, it's kind of a pressure cooker that to me forces me to to just focus intensely yeah. on my studio. And since I teach for the bulk of the academic year, um, I don't have as much time for my studio practice while okay. I teach. So in the summers, it's just lovely. And then because they're all around the world, you know, there is a vacation aspect yeah, to it. Absolutely, I love seeing animals and plants and ecosystems. And, and just that's what I would like to do with my free time anyway. I go to botanical gardens. I go to animal sanctuaries. I like those experiences mm-hmm personally and then to be able to generate work from them makes it so that I don't have to feel guilty about it so yeah for me it just all comes together as something that I really enjoy doing and um so yeah this this seems like a perfect fit and it has been so I know it's probably like asking a mother to pick her favorite child but do you have a a piece that you're just that just really goes to you is just like this is the one You know, a lot of times I think artists, uh, when you make work, there's some that are really good, you know, and then there's some where you're like, you're fine. (laughs) You're not, you know, hopefully there will be people who think you're the best one, but I don't love you. I have been really fortunate with this residency. I actually, so far, knock on wood, I don't think I've made a weak piece yet. So amongst the pieces... Um, I don't know if I have a favorite. There has been a favorite animal. And okay. so he's in two of the paintings. Okay. And who might that be? He is this adorable. He came in as a baby brown thrasher. So like a little nestling. Oh, wow. um, he had these gorgeous little Einstein feathers that they have when they're oh, wow. little babies just on top of his head like a little mohawk. And I got to watch him grow up um, because they grow up fast. So I actually watched him age up from a baby nestling into a fledgling into an adult. And then we released him uh, last week, actually. So I got to see him get launched into the world. And he modeled so well. Yeah, he was just he was the best. I adored him. And I hope he lives a long and productive life. In fact, you've done two paintings focusing on him. Yeah. Okay. Very different paintings, but okay. same model. It's like mm-hmm. in the beginning and towards the end kind of a thing? or No, they're both of him as a nestling because I love the mohawk, the okay. Einstein feathers. But one of them, because I was using a diff quick methylene blue chemical stain for mm-hmm. the background, mm-hmm. I changed the color palette of the whole painting to go with it. So I, I made him basically blue, even though he's not. Yeah. Um, and that one has him demanding food with his mouth open. Okay. And then I wanted to do a, a more traditional ish portrait of him with his actual coloration Mm -hmm. and so I did a piece um, with two different angles of him pretending maybe that he's multiple nestlings and that piece uses integrative medicine herbal um, blends in the background and and what's really interesting about the painting that Shelby just described too is the finished shape of it is horizontal and narrow like the slide Uh in a laboratory and the background is kind of a modeled pattern that one would see under a microscope in clinical pathology. Oh, wow. And we spent several, you know, visits um, in ClinPath looking under the microscope at the beautiful patterns that they see. Yeah. And so she incorporated that into the background as well. Oh, I can't wait to go see this. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm excited be, for I'm it. I'm not going to be here. Well, I'll be, I will be back Monday. Okay, I may have to come check you guys out. That's, I hope you do. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, 
what are your plans when you finish? Now, how, first of all, how long is the exhibit going to be up? The exhibit will be up uh, from the 25th of July to mm-hmm. the 31st. Okay. So for one week one at week. the Vet okay. School Library. Mm-hmm. And then what's going to happen to these works? Do they stay with you guys or do they go home with Shelby here? Well, the arrangement is that, and this was part of our initial sure. agreement, and it will be for future um, in some form sure. or fashion in the variations of, you know, whichever genre mm-hmm. um, artist we bring in. But we, the vet school, get one finished piece okay. um, that, that the artist donates to us for our mm-hmm. permanent collection. Okay. And so we'll have those on exhibit um, at, at the vet school. A- 10 years from now, you can have an exhibit of just those. So. We certainly can. <laughs> so yes. do you get to choose which one you get, or does she she choose it for you? You know, we're, we're deciding that, and we'll decide it together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that sounds cool. Um, any particular hours that people can go and see this exhibit? Yes. Um, well, you know, the school is open, of course, 24 7 we do mm-hmm. have you know security etc sure. but i recommend for security purposes um and for the art just the safety of the art um mm-hmm. that people come between the hours of 8 mm-hmm. and 5 p.m possibly okay. 6 p.m okay. um so those are the business hours and it would be wonderful to sure. come during that time okay. there is parking plenty of parking um by the front entrance mm-hmm. and so that is the way to access the library is through the main entrance of the school okay so when you return home to Iowa what are you going to be doing yeah so I actually have a solo uh, exhibition that I need to set up at Lortz and Gardens in Omaha it's their botanical garden so some of these pieces might make it into that show as well and then um, I'm prepping for the beginning of the school year again so so uh, plants or animals which do you prefer Oh, goodness. I mean, definitely animals, but I myself, I I paint and work with plants in my studio practice as well. And then as a hobbyist, I keep over uh, 300 maybe plants uh, just in in, and around my house. So. One one of the, when we were looking at artists to bring in, um, we wanted the first person to be an experienced residence goer so that we had success with it. And so... When I looked at Shelby's portfolio online, I could see that she was interested in particular in wildlife as well. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things, one of the reasons that she was attracted to our vet school is that we could provide close-up access to to wildlife. So that that has worked out pretty well. And I I have photos that I've taken of her documenting her residency, of her photographing, you know, all manner of animals. I bet it's been fun to be like a fly on the wall almost to see what she does and then how she goes back and finishes something. Yes, it's been really interesting to watch Shelby's process. Okay, so remind us again the uh, opening was I guess opening reception and Shelby's going to be talking. Yes. Okay. So on Monday, uh, Monday, July 25th at 530 p.m. in the LSU School of Veterinary Medicine Library, Mm -hmm. uh, Dean Garden will open, uh, you know, with a few remarks. And then we will have the dean of the College of Art and Design speak as well. And then the director also of the School of Art will say a few words. Then Shelby will deliver um, a relatively brief lecture on Mm -hmm. what she has done during this residency. And then we will have plenty of um, 
refreshments, wonderful things, and people can observe the art and enjoy the exhibit. All right. Ladies, thank you both so much for joining us this morning. I greatly appreciate it. And we thank you for tuning in to AC23, the podcast of the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge. And we hope you'll join us again next Sunday. Talk to you soon.